Thank you for joining me on another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. For today, Thursday, September 7th, I'm your host, Donald Ware. The Daily Podcast is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. Of course, yesterday had a chance to really look back. It was hump day, so we had a chance to really look back. And because of the short week and Monday was a holiday, you know, we really had a chance to kind of look back at some of the games that took place Last week and some of the big wins, we mentioned them on yesterday. Howard uh, with their big win, Tennessee State, A&T, and then some other big wins by some other schools. Um, Albany State had a big win. Winston-Salem State had a big win. I would even say that Clark Atlanta, to some degree, their win over college. Uh, Mississippi College was a big win. Um, Tuskegee had a big win, as did um, Virginia State over Norfolk State. And then also another big win by West Virginia State over the University of Charleston. West Virginia State has struggled the last couple of years, but they got a dynamic quarterback who we're going to talk about as the weeks go on. So, again, we had a chance to kind of look back. Today I want to kind of look ahead, and and, and um, tomorrow we're going to kind of maybe break down some of the more prominent matches uh, matchups to really watch. We do have three games taking place today. Two of those games taking place uh, in one in Houston and one at Prairie View, so in the Houston area, which is really good after Hurricane Harvey, it, as Prairie View A and M and Texas Southern try to get back to some sense of normalcy. Prairie View A and M uh, hosting Sam Houston State that game on ESPN U. Sam Houston State is a phenomenal team, but I like Prairie View. I, I like Willie Simmons as the coach. They had a bunch of question marks I think coming into the season at quarterback and some other positions but I think with Willie Simmons as the head coach some of those questions I think are going to be answered very very early and this I think this is a measuring stick Prairie View A&M unfortunately not able to play their game last week in that annual Labor Day Classic against Texas Southern so an extra week if you will to prepare Um, And this is going to be a good measuring stick against a perennial power in the FCS. Texas Southern playing Houston Baptist. Uh, You know, Texas Southern 0-1 on the season. They played against Florida A&M two weeks ago to open the season and and really got beat up pretty good going to Tallahassee. So Texas Southern has to make some corrections and has something to prove um, as well. Before we do that, let's step aside. We're going to take a break and come back. And I'm going to talk about three matchups to really watch for or that I'm going to be looking at this week. A couple of them may surprise you more after this 30-second timeout and a message from Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. The love of the game. It flows through our veins and fills our lungs. It brings us to our feet, and sometimes our knees. But behind every thrilling point, there is strength and security. The card Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina members have trusted for over 80 years with the tools and plans to make healthcare easy. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina live fearless. Proud supporter of fans across North Carolina. All right, so let let me give you a breakdown of some of the games that I'm going to be looking at. Three games, I mean... Certainly you could, you know, I I just don't know how much the Southern Heritage Classic is a rivalry 
because out of the last 14 times, Tennessee State has won 12 games, and Tennessee State is very, very good. Jackson State's got to find its way. They're coming off a huge loss. Um, so, I, you know, they're, they're going to struggle in this game. I, I think Tennessee State is going to win this game. They're, they're obviously the more talented team. So, I mean, that would be an easy one to kind of look at because it's the classic elements, big game with the Southern Heritage Classic. It's in Memphis. It's an annual event. As a matter of fact, this is the 28th annual event. But I, that, that's not one of the games I'm looking at. One of the games I'm looking at is tomorrow night's game when Delaware State and Hampton get together. And the reason I'm looking at that game is this. First of all, this was originally um, supposed to be the nation's football classic played in Washington, D.C., and the the nation's football classic has been postponed indefinitely. And so the game was moved to Hampton. And... Um, I'm interested in this game for a couple of reasons. One, I want to see how Hampton is going to respond after getting blasted by Ohio 56 to nothing. Um, I, I thought that, you know, I, I think that Hampton, I wouldn't call them a top five team in the MEAC, but I thought they may take another step this year. So I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do in this ball game, how they're going to respond after being beat by an FBS opponent. But again, we're not talking about a high major FBS opponent and they get blown out 56 to nothing. I also want to see what kind of team Delaware State has. Again, as I mentioned, and I just try to be as honest as I possibly can when I speak, I looked up and down the schedule when I did the preview for Delaware State. Um, I don't know. It's been at least about a month now or so. And I looked up and down the schedule and remember, this is a Delaware State program that did not win a game last year. And I said, you know, I don't know if they're going to win a game this year. I, I just looked up and down the schedule and I don't know. But I, I will say this. When I saw the score that Delaware State only fell to Delaware 20 to 3. Um, and you say, well, you know, it's no such thing as moral victories and all of that. And I agree with that. But in this series, when the score has been lopsided scores, maybe like 56 to seven and some other outrageous scores between two teams that are not that far apart in terms of distance and are also FCS team. It's not like, you know, Delaware's an FBS team and Delaware State's an FCS team. They're both FCS teams to only lose 20 to three. It, it, it immediately came to mind. Is Delaware not that good this year or is Delaware State much better than I said they were going to be? I think it's I think it's more of the latter. I think Delaware State's going to be is, is improved a little bit this year. So I'm interested to see. And by the way, this is a conference game in the second week of the season. It's very a very very big game. Going to set the tone in the conference for both of these teams. Uh, the next game that I'm really looking at and 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 really going to keep my eye on is Howard at Kent State. I want to see how how Howard, not how they respond, because they got the victory over UNLV. But I want to see. Okay, now that you've gotten a victory, and UNLV is a is a I would I would say is a bigger program football wise than Kent State is. You know how how 
are you going to be able to manage that success? Everybody's talking about Howard football. We're talking about Howard football. National people, other national people are talking about Howard football. Everybody's talking about Howard football. So have you put that game away and gotten on to the business at hand at Kent State? Kent State, by the way, coming off a 56-3 drubbing. They just got blown away uh, by the hands of the defending national champion Clemson Tigers. So um, can you, if you're the Bison, come out and put it to Kent State? Again, they have a very athletic quarterback. Uh, A&T beat Kent State in four overtimes last year. They're in Kent, Ohio. It's a good college football town, college football atmosphere. So I'm very interested to see how Howard um, is going to play in this game against Kent State. And by the way, Mike London, the head football coach of Howard, going to join us uh, on the weekend edition of From the Press Box to Press Row. You can find a radio station in your area that carries the show by logging on to our website at boxtorow.com, clicking on the affiliates link. Also listening Saturday morning, at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Channel 142. Then the other game that I have my eye on for this upcoming week, or and this is a Saturday game, is Tuskegee in Albany State. It is the Whitewater Classic. It's going to be played in Phoenix City, Alabama. I don't know if this, this may be the fourth year of that classic. Um, and this could very well be a preview of the SIAC championship game. Now, I think I think I was more impressed with Albany State's victory over Valdosta State than I was impressed with Tuskegee's victory over Alabama State. Even though it was a level up, you know, Alabama State has struggled. Uh, they really struggled last year. I think they're struggling a little bit to find their way again this year. Um, Tuskegee wasn't great offensively. You got to replace, you know, a four-year starter at quarterback. Their defense is going to be tremendous. I mean, Osban Thompson, their linebacker, is a great player. So defensively, I think Tuskegee's still very good, but they got to find their way offensively. And I was impressed again with the fact that Albany State, the way that they beat Valdosta State 29-12. to So I think... Tuskegee's going to struggle, I think, offensively. I, I, I think they are. I think Albany State's defense is pretty good. I think that Tuskegee's defense is really good. So this is going to be more of a defensive battle. But I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm just, it's just going to be a good game. I don't want to make a prediction per se because it's so hard with this particular game because these have been the best two teams in the SIAC over the last um, 15, 20 years, really. So uh, this could be a preview of the SIAC championship game. Um, I think it's going to be a defensive battle. If I had to say who has the advantage going in, you'd have to say Albany State because not only do they have a good defense, which Tuskegee's offense isn't that great, but Albany State's got a got a pretty good uh, pretty good offense to boot as well. I think it's a low scoring game uh, between Tuskegee and Albany State, and again a possible preview of the SIAC championship game. So that's our HBCU Football Daily Podcast for Thursday. On tomorrow, I'm going to really look at some other matchups and and look at some of the other games that are going to be played uh, on Saturday. And 
do a bit of a recap of the three games that are taking place, uh, two games, as a matter of fact, that are taking place on today. For more information on From the Press Box to Press Row, log on to our website, yeah, box to row.com. Thank you for either same, downloading bro. this podcast or listening to it on our website at box to row.com. And I'll talk with you tomorrow. I'm a little dressed. But we in the club, man. Oh. Yeah, they hate, but they broke though. And when it's time to pop, they have no show. Yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm local.